The Whistleblower Report, exposing lies, deceptions, and all that has assaulted our way of life. We must take back our freedom and live as God designed in a free America that honors our Constitution and our Creator. Our experts in medicine, ministry, law, military, environment, and education empower us to grow together as a nation. For such a time as this, the Whistleblower Report offers truth and solutions. Welcome to the Whistleblower Report from Truth for Health Foundation. And we are here on the America Out Loud talk radio platform. This is Dr. Lee for America. I'm here with two guests today to talk about the catastrophic worst environmental contamination disaster in modern history in the United States with the East Palestine, Ohio train derailment and the detonation of the the train cars with vinyl chloride and why that is so devastating and what you need to know about it. This is the whistleblower report. We are bringing you information. The media is not covering and even some of the alternative media are not discussing the what the real risk of this environmental contamination is. And that is one word, dioxin. Remember that word, America. Dioxin is one of the most damaging, toxic chemicals that we could possibly have. And the exposure is catastrophic from the toxic plume, that was released with the detonation of the vinyl chloride in those trail in those rail cars and the contamination of the air, soil, and water. This may ultimately affect a third of the continental United States. Never have we had anything even close to it. And the reason that dioxin is so catastrophically dangerous is that it only takes the amount by weight in the size of an aspirin tablet to be enough for 32 million people to have a small amount that is the amount considered safe. I'm trying to put it in perspective that you might understand it and be able to realize that, that this is a highly, highly toxic chemical. Now, why am I speaking about this? I've actually researched dioxin and have been involved in its toxicity for probably close to 38 years because after starting my medical practice, I was seeing veterans and military people coming back from Vietnam who had been exposed to Agent Orange, which is toxic by 
virtue of its dioxin components. In addition to that, I remember the Love Canal disaster in New York. I remember the Times Beach disaster in Missouri when the whole town had to be evacuated, bought by the federal government and destroyed and essentially has been wiped out. There is not even a zip code for it anymore. And then we had the toxic shock syndrome with tampons causing death. And that had to do, we later found out in the research medically, we later found out that had to do with the chlorine used in the bleaching of the paper used to make the tampons, which created dioxin. Anytime you burn chlorinated compounds, you have the risk of creating, you, or not the risk, you create dioxins. And their toxicity, as I said, uh, is, is just beyond our comprehension. Whenever vinyl compounds, polyvinyl chloride, PVC material, I mean, PVC pipe, everybody buys it at Lowe's, but when it's burned, that can occur in a house fire, a trailer fire, a car fire, all of the incineration of municipal and industrial waste, as well as whenever you're dealing with the, such as the Florida situation that just happened about 2 a.m. February 16th, 2023, when suddenly we're, we're learning that plastic pots at a nursery or being made for a nursery in Florida, not too far from Walt Disney World, were on fire. And then that created, that spread and created a raging inferno that ultimately covered five acres and produced more toxic plumes in Florida, affecting the East Coast. So we have, in the last two weeks, we've had the source of dioxin from the detonation of the rail cars in Ohio. We have the dioxin from the burning of these plastic pots, pots over five acres in Florida, again, contaminating the atmosphere, soil, and water. America, these are devastating, just devastating consequences for all life, animal life, plant, water, soil, fish, and for humans, of course. So we're going to be talking about all of this in more depth today with our guest, Major Michael Gary, is a Seaburn officer, and that stands for Chemical, Biological, Radiological, and Nuclear Weapons Expert in the U.S. Military Service for 25 years, 15 of those as a Seaburn expert, and Virginia Curry, who is a retired international attorney and analyst of economic trends, political trends, and other critical issues. And she is part of the research team working with all of us, Disabled Rights Advocate, Vax Choice, and Truth for Health Foundation, working as a team, uncovering the information you need to know that the media is not telling you. And 
there already are two academic researchers that are speaking out about the risk of dioxin. Neil Donahue, professor of chemistry at Carnegie Mellon University in Pittsburgh, and Dr. Lynn Goldman, dean of George Washington University School of Public Health. So they have already acknowledged that this dioxin threat is real. And the problem is that the people affected by the environmental disaster in that region of Ohio and, and Pennsylvania are not being told the truth. And the media is still talking about, well, it's just vinyl chloride that's used to make PVC, which is the kind of product that everybody has in so many things they use every day. Well, that's not the problem. The problem is the governors of both states authorized detonation of the rail cars containing the vinyl chloride, and there were 14 of them. It's over a million pounds estimated to be released into the environment that created the dioxin. And they are not talking about that. Dioxin, I wrote about this in my book, It's My Ovary Stupid, that was literally published 20 years ago in 2003 by Scribner. Dioxins and polychlorinated biphenyls are some of the worst endocrine disruptor chemicals on the planet ever created by man. It disrupts the ovaries, the testicles, the thyroid gland, the pancreas, causes aggressive cancers in all different organ systems. And now look at what we're dealing with. The vaccines for COVID, the experimental gene therapy shots, we actually call them a bioweapon, are also causing the same kind of damage, increasing cancers, turning off tumor suppressor genes, causing endocrine damage across all endocrine organs. So now you've got half the population in America exposed to the toxicity of the COVID bioweapon shots. And then you add on top of it, the dioxin release into the environment affecting Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York, and the Northeastern states, and another release of dioxin in Florida. This is absolutely devastating and has dire consequences. So let's bring on our guests. We have a lot to talk about today. Major Mike Gary and Virginia Curry, thank you both for being on the show. Let's start with Major Gary because he has a lot of information about chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear weapons, and also has had over his career a lot of discussions with people running rail yards and understands what the normal protocols and procedures are. So, Major Gary, let's start with you and get your thoughts on the intro that I've begun with the medical damage that's been done. Yes. Hi. Thank you, Dr. Vliet. I appreciate it. Yeah. So for the military side of things, um, my expertise is in chem bio rad uh, threats. So those are warfare agents that my expertise is specifically in. However, that does blend into uh, toxic industrial chemicals and toxic industrial materials, which is what we have here, uh, you know, vinyl chloride, and then the uh, the follow item being dioxin. So in this response here, you would have your local hazmat teams 
responding. And uh, we, I would call this more of a plug and patch type of response, whereas the military response to a, uh, uh, a weapon or a chem bio rad weapon would be very deliberate. So in this case, the responders got there and dis decided that they had uh, this uh, vinyl chloride leaking out which I'm just going to give you uh, some physical characteristics of that real quick. Uh, the boiling point of the vinyl chloride was 7 degrees Fahrenheit. So you had a boiling uh, liquid coming out. Uh, so that probably got their attention. And uh, I'm thinking that they may have been a little excited when they realized that they had 14 cars of it. Or at least that's how I understand it. And... Then they had uh, UELs and LELs, upper explosive limits and lower explosive limits, which they were dealing with. So that's a concern of theirs. So the, that vinyl chloride could have gone off anyway. And I think that's the concern they were dealing with when they first arrived. And then as they built up their responders, um, we'll, we'll go into that later. But now I'm moving into my NIOSH, which is my... Um, National Institute for Occupational Safe and Health uh, Pocket Guide to Chemical Hazards. And I'm reading from uh, the tetrachloral dibenzodioxin, which is TCDD. Okay, so I've chosen to take the date most dangerous dioxin and talk about it because it is the one that was found as a contaminant in Agent Orange. So I'm going to use that one because this is worst case scenario and quite often your first responders do choose to take worst case scenario uh, to make sure that uh, you know they have uh, taken care of the public and they've done the extra to make sure that they're far away and are going to be safe and taken care of. Okay, so to give some chemical characteristics of uh, the dioxin here. Uh, it is a known carcinogen. Uh, it decomposes, so there's no boiling point. It just breaks down. Uh, it is um, colorless to white, and it can be a crystalline solid. So I imagine, uh, you know, when they finally made the determination to set the uh, rail cars off in a, an explosion which created a massive fireball that you had uh, a lot of off-gassing and a lot of different products entered the air at that time. Uh, a couple days ago I was thinking more along the lines of phosgene and hydrogen chloride and, and dioxin escaped me at, at the moment. But anyway this fire released a lot of poisonous things of which dioxin is the most poisonous thing that was released. So it's uh, when you release this into the air and then it hit the cloud base where there's going to be water, naturally there's going to be a plume cloud that's going to you know follow the wind and drift wherever it's going to drift. And then you're going to have water bring some of this stuff back down to the earth or to the ground. And then naturally the site where the fireball went off at there's going to be leftover uh, dioxin there too like you said Dr. Vliet uh, pretty much anytime you burn something there the off one of the byproducts will be uh, dioxin 
Okay, so moving on, out of the chemical characteristics, uh, characteristics of dioxin, I'm going to move into a book here, uh, and I think it's got some good quotes here. It, the book is called Waiting for an Army to Die, The Tragedy of Agent Orange. It's uh, written by Fred A. Wilcox. And in it, um, they obviously expose the contaminant in Agent Orange, but there's some interesting things uh, reading through it that I, I learned. Uh, you know, this was several years ago when I read it. But I'm going to read a couple uh, snippets out of it. Okay, and this is uh, Dr. Wilbur McNulty speaking here. Dioxin, says McNulty, is the most toxic small man-made molecule we know of. It is less toxic on a per gram basis than some biological toxins like botulinum. But that's a very huge molecule. So molecule for molecule, dioxin is probably the leader of the pack. And in the chem bio rad world, we've always known as botulinum toxin as being the most poisonous substance uh, that we could deal with. But this is funny to learn that dioxin actually is uh, per molecule to molecule, it is more poisonous. Also, there's a footnote down here at the bottom of the page. According to Harvard researcher Matthew uh, Melson, dioxin is also much more poisonous than most toxic military nerve gases, which also consist of small molecules. What appears to be happening, says uh, Matthew Melson, is that cell division stops, spermatogenesis stops, the replacement of red blood cells stops, the regeneration of the epithelial lining of the gut stops. After a few days or weeks without cell division, the animals simply fall apart. And then uh, also reading through this book, when they were testing it on monkeys, uh, you know, it killed in the parts per billion. So this is extremely toxic stuff. Even in the parts per trillion, it can make you sick. And again, that's dependent on the different type of mammal uh, you're talking about. That was in monkeys. There are some hamsters that didn't get that affected by it. So, it, it, again, it ranges. But for us, I would have to say that looking at monkeys and our biology being fairly close to them, you'd have, one would have to be very concerned if you live in that area. And um, I was listening to – yeah, go ahead, Dr. Blake. Major Gary, I want to add to something you just said because this might help our listeners understand. Um, Peter Montague – who wrote Rachel's Hazardous Waste News, summarizes the toxicity of dioxin this way, to your point. How can we express this in terms people can grasp? Let's compare it to one single aspirin tablet. One aspirin tablet, 325 milligrams, weighs five grains or 325 trillion femtograms. So to express one, one safe lifetime dose of 2378TCDD, which is yep. dioxin, you would take a single aspirin tablet. Think about this, everybody. You would divide that tablet into 32 million minuscule pieces one of those tiny pieces 
would represent one safe lifetime dose of dioxin. Let that sink in and let it sink in what that toxic plume was releasing into the environment, air, soil, and water over this vast area. In addition to that, we have reports on the, from people on the ground who lived in East Palestine. They told people to evacuate and then told them it was safe to come back. And there are now reports coming out on social media that people returned home to find all of their pets dead. Cats, dogs, chickens, and dead fish in the rivers. There are all sorts of citizen journalists showing pictures of the dead fish. I mean, this is truly a staggering environmental situation. And I wanted to emphasize that point with your reports of the toxicity, Major Gary. Yeah, and it's not water-soluble, so it's it's more than likely to, uh, once it f falls on the ground, to leave a white crystalline solid somewhere. So just, uh, you know, that's the thing is it's kind of mud season there in Pennsylvania. You know, I didn't see a lot of snow in the shots there. So it's going to get mixed in with the dirt and the mud and whatever's going on in Pennsylvania, Ohio on the border there. So, I, I mean, this is going to be in the ground and possibly, you know, the vegetation's going to take it up in it. I mean, you could have a problem down the road uh, burning vegetation and, and releasing dioxin again. Uh, you know, that's a that's a real thing that's been in the Vietnam War. You know, sometimes well, that's poisonings. That's exactly right. And the thing I want to emphasize again is that dioxins are hormonally toxic. They're toxic to the endocrine systems of every living creature, humans and animals and fish. I mean, these have been the, if you go back to some of the older books, Rachel Carson and others that have written about the damage to the environment with DDT and the dioxins and the polychlorinated biphenyls, you're dealing with the fact that they're damaging the organ systems, as you just said, of all of these different forms of life. But in addition, they're very persistent. They build up in the food chain, partly because they are lipid soluble. You said they were not water soluble, you're correct. And they settle out in the creek, so they settle on the, the ground, the, the bottom of the creek bed, and when the water is stirred up, then they rise to the surface as an oily layer. People are already showing videos of that. And the problem is that they are passed down through generations because they, they build up in the food chain. So they can run through families, pass through mother's milk, affecting whole communities. So this is, this is really way bigger than anyone is talking about. And I'm grateful that, that you could add that perspective. The other thing that I want to point people to is a very detailed thread on Twitter that raises another huge concern. The Twitter handle is at Eon Animus, and that's spelled A-E-O-N, 
A-N-I-M-U-S. And I found this last night digging into this. And he has put together an incredibly well-documented thread on the chemical accident His hypothesis is, and I certainly think if we look at what our government has been doing in recent years, I think it's certainly plausible that that it actually, his theory is that it's a coordinated attack by state actors to harm the agricultural, the very productive agricultural area in that part of Ohio and Pennsylvania with a lot of the Amish farming that is incredibly productive as a source of food. And remember, the Amish, as a religious community, have stood against the government, and they set themselves apart from government control. So I encourage all of you to read that thread, Eon Animus, A-E-O-N Animus, A-N-I-M-U-S, on Twitter, It was very, very well done, very well documented. And I want to dig into that a little more as well. And that is going to lead into the second half of our show today, where we're going to be talking in more depth about the patterns of all of this with the international and legal and research perspective that our other guest, Virginia Curry, brings to this program. Major Gary, the the PCBs are, are such an overall dangerous group of chemicals to human health as well as animal health. And we know that the dioxins are a byproduct of other chemical processes and, and degradation, their contaminants. A lot of this comes from the plastics industry as a major polluter of dioxins. Um, are there other issues that you are aware of about dioxins from your military training? And then we'll wrap up the first half after you address that. Well, um, that's very interesting. You say that I was trying to think of a detection device that I had that would pick up on them. The only thing is for the local hazmat teams around that area, local fire departments, they have a thing called a five gas meter, a photo ionizing detector, and that thing picks up volatile organic compounds. That is the only piece of equipment that I can think of that may actually detect some of the decomposition or the off-gassing of the dioxin. Uh, so, you know, for surrounding towns and surrounding counties, uh, local firefighters who have these pieces of gear, this is something that you could do to actually check your town that's near there is to see if it's off VOC, it's volatile organic compounds. That pretty much reads any off-gassing of almost all chemicals. So any anyway, that's uh, that's a little thing that they can do to take in their hands to kind of re- alleviate themselves from the fear going on around there. Well, good. I think that's helpful and. Maybe a word to the wise might be this would be a time for people to get out of that area and spend time with family and friends in another part of the country until some of the contamination issues can be better clarified. But that I know is difficult for most people to do. Let's pick up this at the next half and talk further about the patterns of all of this 
as increasingly looking like organized attacks in many ways on America. This is Dr. Lee for America with the Whistleblower Report. We'll be right back after the break. Check us out at www.truthforhealth.org, where we will have information for you on all of this and what you may be able to do to better protect yourself. We'll be right back after the break. We are fighting the ultimate fight between good and evil. AmericaOutloud.com replaces groupthink with innovative think. Well, it was Walt Whitman, the poet, who said, keep your face always toward the sunshine and shadows will fall behind you. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. You already know Genesis plus HOCL is your best defense against viruses. But did you also know it's the most powerful weapon for eliminating airborne mold too? Customers are raving about the Genesis Fogger's ability to tackle mold problems and the bad smells that go with them. And we all know mold is a hazard to your health. There's no airborne invader that Genesis can't handle. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. This message is from the Truth For Health Foundation. Hi, I'm Dr. Sam Sigloff, a family medicine physician and a major in the U.S. Army. The following are only my opinions. Service members are being coerced to participate in medical experimentation, with over 7,500 service members being discharged for refusing to participate. Many of them have lost their retirement and medical benefits. There are allegations that the DOD is committing medical fraud, violating the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, and violating the constitutional rights of service members. Strong men and women stand ready to defend so that you can sleep peacefully through the night. Now we must stand watch over the military so they can sleep peacefully through the night. Please get involved to help protect the military. This message brought to you by the Truth For Health Foundation. For more information, please visit truthforhealth.org. That is truthforhealth.org. Truth, the word for, health.org. Welcome back to the second half of the Whistleblower Report with Dr. Lee for America, Major Mike Gary, 25 years in the military and 15 years as a chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear specialist. And he is joined with me as the co-host of the Whistleblower Report on the military segments many days of the week. 
You can hear him on other programs as well. And also with us today is Virginia Curry, retired international attorney and a person who has spent 40 years analyzing major trends, economic trends, financial patterns, and other patterns leading to the kind of catastrophe that we find ourselves in right now here in America. Virginia, welcome to our show. And I want to ask you to talk further about the all of the patterns that you've been looking at throughout the pandemic, but especially right now with all of these many attacks that are coming from so many different directions. So welcome. Welcome, Virginia. Yes, Dr. Vliet, it's Virginia. And uh, Major Gary, thank you for your input in these very difficult times. It was educational for me. I have really no science background at all. I have just had exposure of many kinds. My father started a chemical company in the 1940s and hydrous ammonia for fertilizer, and we had large agricultural operations, and we knew all the protocols. And when I saw the fumes of this uh, vinyl chloride going, I was very worried, maybe more so than the average citizen. And I trace and track things on my own, not governmental. And uh, it, it just... It, it, one thing led to another because I did not know that vinyl chloride would turn into hydrochloric acid uh, upon contact with water vapor or water. And uh, then Steve uh, Kirsch came out with his article on dioxin. And I knew that was related to Agent Orange, which my brother had contact with in Vietnam. May have cost him early years of life. And so I, I became worried maybe a sort of an early warning system on my own. More than most people, I can't understand why nobody paid attention to it so much, particularly specialists. Why were we not hearing anything? And uh, I don't know. I don't want to go into grand conspiracy theories, but it is just a fact that there has been a long-term plan for not just world government control, uh, but depopulation. And this depopulation plan, it in just the United States, it goes back further in time, but from 1910 in the United States with the Eugenics Records Office. And I traced that um, through history, and I made my own analysis of it and reports, it got off in a very big way after World War II. I mean, after the major decimation of the world and the further vast killing under communism. And I could not understand this, but this was when the UN was created, correct? This is when UNESCO was created, headed by um, uh, Julian uh, Huxley, okay? the eugenicist and his family. And this is when fluoride was put into our water, supposedly to help our teeth. Uh, the complete adulteration and corruption of our food started a little bit later, but that was the beginning. There were radiological experiments and so on and so on going on from that era right after 
one of the, the, the greatest mass slaughter uh, in war that we had experienced on our planet. And uh, I followed it up, and there were many, unfortunately, many U.S. agencies involved with this, as well as private institutions, you know, the, what we call NGOs now, and other financial leaders. And this became a great concern to me, so I collected more and more data on it, and I had been exposed to some of this theory in my youth from my very world travel father, who was a naval officer in World War II in the Pacific, and on communism and one thing or another. But I had to go back and, and reread things that I did not fully understand on this agenda, which many other writers um, and serious uh, historians had addressed. Um, much of it, of course, is kept secret, and I found out about this, and I found out that it's very connected with the environmental movement, depopulation and environment, because humans are uh, a pest upon the earth. They consider this. And <clears throat> the Club of Rome came out, <clears throat> was started in 1968, uh, by the Rockefeller family, but it was also connected with NATO, um, OECD, the Atlantic Council, and uh, goodness, what else? I can't, I can't. Uh, the UN, of course. But the agenda, the secret agenda, was to reduce world population, and by that means, it, it would mean all means. Um, abortion, birth control, euthanasia, um, what has been called the quote-unquote soft kill, you know, I would say it's fluoride, uh, uh, toxins in our food, of which there are many, the BPAs in, in our plastic containers of, of water and other drinks, and, and the pure adulteration of our, our drinks and our foods. Uh, and it, then I read in the 60s that there actually was a plan to create new diseases, uh, uncurable, uh, hard to diagnose and treat, and also to use medicine to decimate humanity. Now, here I sit with this. Of course, no one would listen to me or discuss it. They didn't understand, but the names were so big. And by what I mean big, Rockefeller Institute, um, McNamara, uh, Herman Kahn of Rancorp, um, Kissinger, of course, Nixon, but then Bush Sr., Scowcroft, President Ford, and of course, Brzezinski, and on and on and on. So it was our entire national security um defense, uh, military and industrial complex, as you will. That's where Rand would fit in and the other groups and our intel. So we had, and I, I found this conclusively some years ago, and of course, no one would listen. And then not being completely ignorant, although not being one wanting to do mass genocide, it occurred to me that, yes, it would be through these CBNRE um, mechanisms that would be easiest to do so, in addition to the food systems and, and so on. 
and it was coming to the fore that atrazine, which had long been used since World War II as a herbicide in agriculture, was decimating amphibians and contributing to infertilities and cancers, which was not known then. You see, my father was involved with this. So um, things dawn upon you late, but I was putting the pieces of the puzzle together, and that's how I came to be in this and perhaps recognized the hazard of uh, the hydrochloric acid burn explosion more than most people will, and I'm I'm in a personal moral panic over it because there are people still standing around there. I'd, how do we get them out? This is my thing. I don't know about treatments or anything else, but they have to get out. They have to be on a different water supply. They have to leave them immediately. We have Afghan reg- refugees here whom we take in. We have Ukrainian refugees. We have floods of illegal aliens, and yes, that is a statutory term. They are being hoteled in New York and four-star hotels, but we are not taking care of our own in what I would assess, from my limited knowledge, is probably the greatest humanitarian catastrophe to hit the United States. And from what I've read, what Agent Orange has been found to have done by review of forests now in Vietnam, Cambodia, Laos, and my brother was behind the lines, that it's decimated. It has not returned even since Vietnam War. And that has just happened to about a third of the United States, and it's continuing to drift, and it's going into the Mississippi and down to the Gulf. Am I wrong, sir and Dr. Vliet? Am I wrong on this concern? Absolutely not. And the other concern, Virginia, is how long-lived it can be in the environment. And, you know, a number of scientific reports over the years have talked about its persistence, about its concentration in the fatty tissue, like fatty fish, for example, yes. that are in the water. So, and, and in human fat from eating the foods. No, this is, this is extraordinary. And there is just no discussion of the enormity of this risk, as you have just outlined. Major Gary, your thoughts on what Virginia Curry just said? Yes. Um, so professionally, there should have been environmental samples, like a sample plan that probably would have taken several days, maybe weeks to do. And we didn't see that. Like Virginia said, they were just they were told it's fine, come back, uh, which was very surprising. Everybody that kind of knows anything about chemicals must have said, did a double take or said, hey, what, what the heck did they just say? Come back. It wasn't there uh, vinyl chloride. Doesn't that make break down to other things? Uh, so yeah, well, that's, yeah, even it's very common shocking. sense. Very common sense. Average Americans in that area were saying, "Wait a minute, yeah. I don't trust what they're saying." They they had enough sense to say exactly what you just did. That how do we know it's safe? In fact, we don't, and it isn't. Right, and you hear nothing about environmental samples, so I have to emphasize that. Did any yeah, articles yeah. or anybody ever hear anything about that? No, you haven't. I, no. I, I, I did see water testing, and I saw maybe their old clips 
uh, boats going upriver, people supposedly taking samples. But why are they not evacuating? A one mile doesn't do it, you know? I mean, I'm, I'm not a scientist at all. I barely memorized the periodic table in ninth grade, but I could figure it out. No, you're right. And you see, to that, me, that's deliberate. This is deliberate. Well, and yeah, look but, at the fact that the Florida event on February 16th in the early morning yeah, hours. Yeah, see, they're back to, to back. Had to have been deliberate. You don't just suddenly find that plastic pots sitting on a pallet are going to spontaneously set fire. Unless. Somebody, no. there's no way that could have happened without somebody setting that fire. I won't buy it that it just spontaneously combusted with plastic flower pots. I have uh, one thing well, to add here, Dr. Vliet. Sure. Um, and I think I think this adds in, or this is possibly what we're seeing. When I, s I sat down at my friend's tavern, um, he has some locals that show up. One of the locals was the uh, engineer for a small um, uh, train siding. I say small, but he, they used to do, I believe, about 75 cars. And him and I got talking, and I was like, oh, interesting, you know, with all the supply issues we've had. And I was like, you run, you're the train engineer. So we got talking about that. And uh, he totally said, oh, yeah, us, the, the, the train companies and unions are totally responsible for the supply chain problems that we witnessed within the first few months of COVID. So March and April 2020 and going on. And he explained it to me. He said, one of the things we did, what they did at the high level, the decision maker level, is they decided to double the size or the length of their trains, how many cars they put on them. And he said, "What this? How this impacted the small siding that he ran was they used to run seventy five. Now they're doing up to one hundred fifty cars, you know, hundred to one hundred fifty. So they'd have to set the train aside and wait till they built up to that number of cars. So this delay, you know, threw the whole supply system off for a couple of weeks. And in the meantime, you know, businesses need to get things done, so they're purchasing supplies elsewhere, and then it just messes everything up." And he explained to me, that's what the initial problem with COVID was. So now I also present this to you. We don't have the A-team running everything anymore, especially in the government agencies and big businesses. Now, if you got B-team type people running things, they're not paying attention to things like safety. And if that axle was on fire, I've heard reports of 20 miles. I've heard like 50 miles that axle is on fire. So I don't know which ones are accurate. But anyway, my point is, if you don't have your best employees and then you've doubled the length of the workload, right, of the train cars, it it's, spells catastrophe. <laughs> exactly <laughs> and we're seeing right. it again and again. Well, and there's been such Axles a Axles can also agenda. be detonated, right? Yes. You're right. They can be detonated remotely. They can be placed in advance. Because they did a movie on this in August of last year. How did they just happen to pick East Palestine as a movie for a chemical disaster explosion for a Netflix movie? 
You know, Virginia, isn't that a little bit too much coincidence? I think it's way too much coincidence. Well, I think it fits the pattern of the malignant, narcissist, malevolent, Machiavellian mindset. Part of that pathology is that they are so arrogant that they need to brag about what they're planning, but they they don't want you, of course, they don't want to fully disclose it. So they fictionalize it. We've seen this over a number of situations. Look at the yes. 1992 opening of the London Olympics. Oh, yeah. I think People, it was uh, 2012. They, they had other ones, Madrid and other, yes. Well, you're right. But that gets several. into. 2012 may have been the one that had the nurses and the coronavirus yes, type and the, Yeah, and the hypodermics and screaming children. Yes, but there That's were a very there wonderful were opening ceremony, isn't it? It's horrific. And, and then look at some of the satanic imagery in the Super Bowl halftime show just recently, which I didn't well, choose to watch, but um, others reported it. it. So I think, the, I think the fact that I don't think it's a coincidence that that movie was released. I think it's part of the telegraphing of plans and and they can't help themselves bragging. It's part of their hubris and arrogance. Well, I, I've also heard, of course, you know, let's be clear, at least from my statement here on myself, I have never had anything to do with any such people or secret societies, okay? So I don't know or understand, nor can I fathom, the satanic luciferian group of whatever source i thought anton levey was like a halloween joke some guy wanting to pretend to be something turns out not i found out too much on him when i was looking into this more seriously a couple of years ago and there's a long history and trail of this back to Aleister crowley who set up the um OTO, uh, Oriental Temple Orientis. Um, it's a skirt Masonic group, but they are into all these deep dark practices and sacrifices and so on. And, and, and a continuation of that is Wicca, because a member of Crowley's group formed Wicca in the 50s. We know that there was a certain president's wife who was involved with that, and then this uh, spirit cooker person. But there's just so have, many of these things that the average people who are people of faith, people of just good-hearted people around the world just have no idea of the enormity yeah, look at what of this. So I, I, I was warning people years ago. You you heard my uh, friend Mark speak on this, and it, it was I kept saying it's it's a satanic, Luciferian thing, but it connects to cultural Marxism. That's what no one really understands, and this is part of the communist agenda: to degrade, to demoralize, to cause cultural genocide. And by that, it goes back to Marxist principles, abolish the family, abolish religion, 
abolish patriotism, right? And on and on. Yes, abolish and the take nation. control of health Private property. Yeah. Take because they could control us with the health us with the health care because everyone would be for that because health is a supreme need and interest of humanity. So that was the sucker ploy. I also studied the con game at length in business school. So I'm very aware. Yeah. And that's that's how it starts out. And if you go back deep into their writings and statements on the early Marxists, yes, it was fully their intent to sucker people in. A chicken in every pot. Who's not going to be for that? Well, then you can be quickly controlled. You give up all your rights, all your liberties. You fill your belly, you know, maybe for a day. So that's, I tie it into that. That is, those are the connecting dots that we wanted to get to today. None of this is by accident. None of it is coincidental. We had a train derailment in Detroit on the February 16th. The burning plastic inferno in Florida, February 16th, the East Palestine chemical spill and detonation of toxic chemicals released into the environment in, at the beginning of February. And we see the flood of synthetic drugs across the border, the Chinese balloon flights incursion over the U.S., traversing the entire U.S., And quite frankly, they could have been carrying a lot of payloads of toxic chemicals. Um, It's quite possible to aerosolize fentanyl. And we won't know whether that was there. We don't know if they put cicada drones in the balloon. We had a show on that this week as well. There are so many unknowns. And there was such a stand down by the Biden administration and the U.S. military under Biden's administration as the commander in chief, that we had no defense. None of our usual well, defenses were there. So all no, the way around. I mean, but this is so. Yeah. It, it, but it's surreptitious and well planned from like 1919, uh, an early uh, communist uh, sympathizer and agent was a woman named Bella Dodd. She wrote the book School of Darkness later. She came out uh, and left that. You know, we may have late, to get to was, that in a, another show because we're running yeah, out of time today. You're but running the, out of time, but then what are what are the answers for people? You are a doctor, uh, Dr. Valit, and Major Geary knows the consequences of these. What are the people in East Palestine and that other region to do? Who's to take them in? Can we go through churches? Can there be relief, help, evacuation, private? Because we cannot trust the authorities. Well, you're you're right. And I and actually I'm in contact with attorneys and other people, and you're in contact with churches. And we our team is ramping up to see what we can do to get information and resources and ideas to them. The first step was to really bring together quickly a team of us to educate people about the toxicity of the dioxin component of what occurred when they detonated the vinyl chloride. And then what toxicity is to come with that 
those chemicals having contact with water and creating hydrochloric acid that can be damaging crops and people and animals. Like forever. Yes. But are they already sterile in that region? Anyone exposed now at this level is, are they sterile and early death from liver cancer and more? I think what Major Gary brought out and what I was describing indicates that the health consequences, they've probably already been hit with those if they've been staying in the area. That's the alarming part. They were not warned to leave. And we are flat out of time today, but we will be back. We'll get our team together to talk more on all of this in an upcoming whistleblower report. I just think you, Virginia, and you, Major Gary, for coming together yeah, on short notice to get something out there to alert people what is not being discussed so that we can try and find ways to get help for them. And I yeah. would just say prayers, everyone. Our country is under attack. They make no bones about it. These from are not within. coincidental. Exactly right. From within. These are not coincidental accidents. This is orchestrated. And this was the very concern expressed by Border Patrol agents right here in Arizona years ago with the flood of illegals across our border, sabotage of our rail system, water system, electric grid, and others. And we're seeing all of those attacks, ironically, and not surprisingly, after the Biden administration opened our borders, and we have unknown people, unknown agendas, and we have traitors at the highest level of our government. This is time, America. The line in the sand is here. We are the answer. We, the people, are going to have to stand against all of this and push our government officials to do the right thing and answer questions and take the steps they need to do to protect people. We will be back again with another whistleblower report right here on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Thank you for being with us today. Check out our website, truthforhealth.org. And stand strong, America. God is sovereign, and we the people are strong. 